the Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the 15th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Then Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion for the crowd because they have been with me now for three days and have nothing to eat. And I do not want to send them away hungry for they might faint on the way. The disciples said to him, where are we to get enough bread in the desert to feed so great a crowd? Jesus asked them, how many loaves have you? They said, seven and a few small fish. Then ordering the crowd to sit down on the ground, he took the seven loaves and the fish and after giving thanks, he broke them and gave them to the disciples and the disciples gave them to the crowds and all of them ate and were filled and they took up the broken pieces left over seven baskets full those who had eaten were four thousand men and besides women and children the gospel of the lord praise, praise to you, you o christ, christ. Grace and peace to you. One of the reasons I decided to teach about the Psalms during this Easter tide is that Psalms give us all the language we need to share all of the emotions we have with God. Following the Revised Common Lectionary, we only hear or sing about two-thirds of all the psalms, though. And most of those are the ones that offer our worship, our thanksgiving, and our praise. But there are psalms of confession and psalms of persecution, pain, and personal struggle, and even psalms of violence and anger. Like I said, they cover all of our emotions. Old Testament scholar Walter Bergman says there are three types of psalms. Psalms of orientation, psalms of disorientation, and psalms of new orientation. The Psalms of Orientation express confidence and serenity, while Psalms of Disorientation name the places where our human experience, life, and world differ or break from those neat and orderly plans. And then the Psalms of New Orientation bear witness to the surprising gift of new life, just when none had been expected. The psalm from the exile lectionary that we heard today is Psalm 30, one of the psalms of new orientation. In this psalm or song of thanksgiving, which we often hear on Easter, the psalmist tells the story of going into the trouble and then coming back out of the trouble. Although we do not know what the nature of the psalmist's suffering is, verse 3 explicitly names Sheol 
in the pit. Synonyms for the place where people went after they died. But life and death weren't just biological functions. Life encompassed abundance and vitality. And conversely, death was any loss that diminished a person's capacity for life. In the New Testament, life means being in relationship with God. And death is the separation from God and the absence or the brokenness of that relationship. Martin Luther teaches that one use of the law is to convict me that my own righteousness is never good enough, that I need righteousness from God, and that that righteousness comes as complete gift. It drives me to name my sin and bear myself before God that I may know the joy of salvation, of being brought into right relationship and given new life. In Psalm 30, the psalmist bears witness to how God responded to him and offers praise for the healing and restoration he has experienced. He doesn't deny that God is angered by our sin. But he knows firsthand how much more God desires to be in relationship with us than to execute punishment upon us. In verse 5, he says, For his anger is but for a moment. His favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may linger for the night, but joy comes with the morning. Clergy colleague's young son said after a particularly bad day, Jesus forgot to help me today. The psalmist knows when we confront the places where we have done wrong, when we confess our sin, we can feel very isolated and God can feel very far away. The good news is that God's victory over sin, death, and the grave is complete and total. This is the resurrection promise we hold. That in Jesus, there is nothing, not even death, that can separate us from God. And in verse 11, indeed, the psalmist declares, you have turned my mourning into dancing. You have taken off my sackcloth and clothed me with joy. The promise we hear is that with forgiveness and grace, the God who loves us restores us and clothes us in new life. A new life that lets us continue to bear witness to what God already has done in our lives and to continue to be transformed by God's love and grace. As we enter into our eighth week worshiping apart, 
May we name all the deaths that we have experienced from this time of quarantine and all those that continue to diminish our lives. Remember that the Psalms teach us that there are no emotions we cannot share with God. God's love for us is big enough to hold all of our disappointments and our grief. And then, may we join with the psalmist in celebrating the good news that God brings us through all kinds of trouble. And may we offer thanksgiving that our trouble will not last. Thanks be to God.